One winter's day, while they're playing inside, when Greta's grandmother cried, Look, the snow queen is grabbing her bees. See them swarm all round her. Greta and Kay rush to the window. Often at midnight she flies for the streets of the town. She looks in the windows. As she looks, the ice freezes into wonderful shapes. Shapes like flowers and castles. If you warm pennies by the fire, Grandmama continued, Grandma continued, and hold them up to the frosty grass, the warm pennies create a peephole in the frost, and you can look out. Kay pointed his nose to where the Snow Queen was and poked out his tongue. Later on the roof, Greta asked Kay, do you think she might come for us? Only, only let her try, said Kay. I'll set her on the stove, and she'll melt away to a toasted marshmallow. Greta shivered. Don't say things like that. She rushed back inside, hoping the Snow Queen wasn't watching them. I'm not afraid, said Kay. I'll show her if she dares come near me. Then he climbed back through the window to his own room. That night, little Kay was getting ready for bed. Half undressed, he climbed to a chair by the window and peeped out. A snowflake grew larger and larger until here came the Snow Queen. Her dress looked like a millions of starry snowflakes linked together. She made of ice, shining, glittering. Her eyes sparkled like bright stars. There was no peace, no rest. In a glance, well, she was evil. She nodded towards the window and waved with her hand. Then the boy was passing sprang from his chair. Then he looked up and saw the beautiful lady at the window. She held the head, hand at a plate of Turkish delights. Kay couldn't resist. He undid the catch and snatched a handful from the plate. He shoved them gently greedily to his mouth. The lady grabbed his wrist and pulled him out to the window and onto her sled. She flicked a whip and the horses started, started off. Kay should have been very frightened, but instead took his plate all round his mouth. He held out his hand for more. Because this was an enormous weight, the Snow Queen baited a powerful spell to Turkish delight. It was addicted like a drug. Those that ate it would become a slave forever. The Snow Queen fled, lifted off the round. Are you cold? she asked. May I have another sweet? Kay replied. The Queen smiled at her, said, flew high over the houses and away up north. Kay had crept inside the silver Snow Queen's fur coat. She kissed her on the forehead. The kiss was cold and nice. It went straight to Kay's heart. He thought he was going to die. If only she gave me what took us right, he thought. Then I'll be warm. They arrived at the castle. The Snow Queen let, set her sled down in the snow-covered courtyard. She grasped Kay's little hand and dragged him up the stairs towards the great castle door. There were literally... They were suddenly surrounded by thousands of fluttering snowflakes, but they didn't fall from the sky as normal flowers do. They poured out of the doors and windows. They were the Snow Queen's guards, and they were alive. Swing, no screen. Snow Queen dragged Kay through a big hall and down into the castle's dungeon. The little Kay was quite blue, almost black with the cold, but he did not feel it. The Snow Queen kept feeding him to his delight. He, the next morning when Greta came to visit Kay, he wasn't there. She looked everywhere for him. She raced out the front door and down 
to the village square. Have you seen Kay? Have you seen my friend? She cried, but no one had seen him. She spoke to the flowers in the fields. He didn't pass this way, and she wept many tears. Nobody knew where he'd gone. He must be dead, she cried, and tears of my bucket fell poured out of her eyes. She turned to a house so sad that she her feet tripped over her bottom lip. She trudged up the stairs and climbed out the window. She began to pray, Don't let my Kay be dead, please. Don't let my Kay be dead. I don't believe it. He is, said a voice. Greta looked up, and there in the garden sat a little sparrow. We've been searching food. We sat high in the rooftops. We see everything. We would have seen him unless he fell in the river. A tiny spark of hope lit up in Greta's heart. I'll go and ask the river. She put on him a new red shoes, a winter coat and fur, hat and gloves. If he drowned the river, the river would know. River, river, shouted Greta to the fast-flowing river. Water, did my Kay come up, come by here? Did he fall in your deep waters and drown? There was no answer. Is it true you've taken my little playmate away from me? Cried Greta. I'll give you my red shoes if you only give me back to me. She crept in the boat on the edge of the water, stood in the bow, and flung her red shoes that she loved so much in the river. There, she said to the river, now give me back my friend. Sad for Greta, she didn't realise that the boat she stood in wasn't tied to the bank. A row rocked up the boat loose. Weighing down the stream, she floated. She fight him, but she didn't cry. She determined to find Kay, and it went floated up on with the stream getting faster and faster. Little Greta sat quite still. Her red shoes floated beside the boat, but not too far away for her to grab. Then Greta saw his little small cottage, his strange red and blue windows, a thatched roof, and two wooden soldiers standing guard at the door. An old lady came hobbling out. She was bent over and carrying a walking stick. She wore a large sun hat with all sorts of pretty flowers painted on it. The old woman walked to the edge of the river, caught the boat with her walking stick, and drew it to the land. She lifted Greta out. Although Greta was afraid of this strange old woman, woman. She was glad to feel herself on dry ground again. Come stroll with me through the garden. Tell me who you are. Greta told her everything. Have you seen my little Kay? She asked. No. Perhaps he may come, might come by. Perfectly fast, hypnotic. Greta felt at peace and safe. Then they went inside. On the table stood a bowl of beautiful cherries. A little old lady told Greta not to be sorrowful, but eat some cherries. Greta was allowed to eat as many as she wanted. While Greta was eating, the old woman combed out her long fraxen ringlets with a golden comb. She angrily combed, she whispered, I've longed for a granddaughter like you. Greta forgot about Kay, for the, girl, for the old woman was casting a spell on her. She wanted to keep Greta as her own. For the rest of the day, they returned to the flower garden. How fragrant and beautiful it is, thought Greta. Every flower that could be thought of, for every season, for every year, was here for bless them. Greta jumped for joy and played till the sun went down. When she slept in an elegant bed with red silk pillows embroidered with coloured violets, lulled into a dreamlike state by the flowers and cherries, the bed and the old woman's spells, Greta dreamt of a happy dream with an old lady woman as a grandmother. I will stay here forever, she murmured, murmured. but the garden one day arose, no, Greta noticed the roses. It reminded her of Kay. She asked of the, of the roses, do you know where my friend Kay is? Is he dead? No, they answered. We've been in the ground where, where, where all the dead lie. Your Kay is not there. 
Kay's not dead. Kay's not dead. Nodded both the old woman's spell. Spells. Greta raced to the garden gate. It was locked, but the latch was rusty. She leant on it and gave way. She ran all till she could run no longer. Then she, then she sat on a great stone. It was then she realised the summer had passed. It was now autumn. Suddenly she heard the sound of a carriage. It stopped. May we give you a lift? Inside was a prince, a princess. They invited Greta to stay in their castle for a few days. He told them they're sorry. They said, you must hurry. You can, won't get a, very far without boots, said the prince. You can go faster with the carriage, explained the princess. They, they only got, uh, not only gave her boots and a coach, made of pure gold, but also a myth. A muff, a coachman, a footman, and riders, all wearing golden crowns on their heads. The prince and princesses waved them off. I wished her every success with a crest. A coach drove on through a thick forest where robbers waited. It's gold, it's gold, he shouted. He rushed forward, seizing the horses. During the battle, the coachman and the footman, and all the riders died. Little Greta stepped bravely from the cottage. Carriage. She is fat and pretty. She had been fed on nuts and honey, said the old robber woman. The woman was a, had a long beard and eyebrows that hung over her eyes. How nice she would taste, she crackled. Oh, screamed the old woman, springing in the air and jumping about. All the bubbles laughed at her, been bitten by her own daughter. She shall play with me, said the little robber girl. She shall give me her muff and her beautiful pretty dress to sleep with me in my bed. The little robber girl was about the same size as Greta, wore a mournful look on her face. She glanced the little rider round the race and said, You shall not kill you. They shall not kill you. I will protect you. I suppose you are a princess. She smiled at Greta. No, Greta replied. Greta explained the story. Alfonso was a little gay. She must, how she must find him. After they had a drink, they slept in the corner on a straw and carpet. Above them, more than a hundred pigeons who pretended to be asleep watched and listened to the little girls. It all belonged to me, said the brother girl proudly. And here's my old sweetheart, Bower. She dragged a reindeer out by the horn. Why, is he all tied up? Greta wanted to know. Let's stop him running away. Little rubber girl laughed. I tickle his neck every night with my knife. It makes him look, makes him look so funny. The rubber girl had drawn a knife. Greta looked at it in great fright. Do you take that knife to your bed? I always sleep with my knife, said the little rubber girl. You never know what might happen in the night. But now tell me again. What about your little Kay? Oh, why you come, come searching for him? Greta was drifting off to sleep, and one of the wood pigeons cooed. We have seen little Kay. Greta stood bolt, sat bolt upright. Where? A carriage of the Snow Queen. They drove through the woods while they, where we were lying in our nests. She blew upon us and said, Oh, I, all your young died. Where were they going? cried Greta. Lap men, said the wind, said do. A place that can leap and run about freely, and sparkling eyes playing as a girl green as a castle there. Kay, my little Kay, Greta sighed. Lie still, said the bubble girl. I shall run you through with my knife. In the morning, Greta told the little robber girl that the wood pigeons had said. She looked serious, nodded her head. I'll help you escape, she said. Our men have gone. Mother's the only one here. At noon, she drinks out of a great bottle and falls asleep. When the mother was asleep, the little rubber girl 
went to the reindeer's squinted eyes and said, I would, I should very much like to tickle your neck a few more times in my life, for it makes you look so funny. Instead, I could, I will untie your cold. You will go to Lapland where you can leap around freely on sparkling flames of ice. But you must take a good use of your legs. Run fast, train this little maiden to the castle or the snow queen. Help her find her cave. The reindeer jumped for joy. A little rubber girl called Lifty Greta onto its back. Here are two loaves and a ham, so you don't won't starve. Then the little rubber girl said, so gave Greta a really big hug, cut the string holding the reindeer, and away they flew. The reindeer flew over stumps and stones, through the great forest, up snowy mountains, across flat plains. Wolf's howls, ravens screamed. From above them, a light danced across the sky. The northern lights, it's flamed at the reindeer. They stopped by a little hut where an old lap woman, land woman, by the lamp of an oil lamp, was cooking fish. After Bar and Greta had told their stories, lap woman, land woman said, Oh, you poor things, you shall have a long, long way to go. The Snow Queen lives more than a hundred miles further north. I have a friend who lives near the castle. She could give you more information, I, but I have no paper. But I will write a few words on a piece of dried fish. Greta accepted the message and a pair set off for Queen's, for Queen's Palace. They found the woman's hut. She lived in an igloo, which had no door. The entrance so low, Greta and Bar had to crawl in on their hands and knees. Outside was terribly cold, but inside was hot as summer. The woman wore nothing but shorts and t-shirt. They loosened little Greta's dress and took her off her fur boots and mittens. Otherwise, Greta might have melted like butter on the hot toast. Then she placed a piece of ice on the reindeer's head. The woman read what was written on the dried fish. She read it three times until she knew it by heart. Then she propped the dry fish into a soup bowl. She knew it was good to, to eat and never wasted anything. You are so clever, said the reindeer. Can you give little Greta something to make, make her stronger, perhaps as strong as twelve men? She needs to become the Snow Queen. A power of twelve men, said the woman. That will be of very little use. She looked at little Greta. Dear, you have everything you need to overcome the Snow Queen. Your purity, your innocence of heart. Go with God and the angels will protect you. Two miles from here is the Snow Queen's castle, stopped by the large bush that stands in the barracks, snow, covered with red berries. Greta and Bar rode up <coughs> the forest. Greta felt the cold. Oh, I have forgotten my boots and mittens, he cried. But the reindeer dare not stop. We are too close to the Snow Queen's palace. She has guards. They, she can sense your our presence. And he was afraid. He ran up until he reached the bush with the red berries. There he sat Greta down, kissed her with a sloppy wet kiss. Bright, great, bright tears tickled from his down his cheeks. You must go along alone from here, he said. I'll be here when you come back. I'll make sure that you and your little friend, if you have to find him, get home safely. Greta stood there, no shoes, no gloves, outside the tall ice walls of the Snow Queen's palace. She was suddenly surrounded by thousands of snowflakes that fluttered about, about her. It didn't fall from the skies, normal snowflakes. Do, but did 
but poured out the doors and windows of the castle. She suddenly realised they were alive. They were the Snow Queen's guards. Greta prayed the cold was so great she could see her own breath. It came like steam from her mouth. She continued to pray and the steam disappeared to crease until it took the shape of little angels. They all wore helmets and carried shields and spears. They grew in size the moment they touched the earth. By the time Greta finished her prayers, the whole legion stood around her. They thrust their spears into the terrifying snowflakes who shattered into a hundred pieces. The angels stroked her hands and feet. She felt warm, both inside and out. Warm full of courage, feeling safe, Greta hastened on to the Snow Queen's castle. Wing winds raged about her, cutting into her like a knife. But she offered up a prayer, and the winds sank down as they were going to sleep. Little Greta forced open the great castle door. Greta found Kay deep in the castle, beside a frozen lake. She flew to him, threw her arms around his neck, and held him fast. Kay, little, dear little Kay, I have found you at last. Little Kay was not quite blue, but cold, indeed, almost black. But he became so addicted to Turkish light, he no longer felt it. All this time the queen, Snow Queen, had fed him. That's sweet with a powerful spell. Greta swept hot tears that fell on his breast, breast and penetrated his heart. They melted the ice and washed away all the desire that Kai had for Turkish delight. Mork returned to his body. He recognised Greta and cried joyfully, Greta, where have you been all this time? They clung together laughing and weeping for joy. Bar was waiting when the children got to the large bush covered with red berries. He knelt down in the snow. The two children climbed on his back. Away he flew, horse kicking up the snow. He went, the children holding on tightly. He took them to, he took them to the river. The river was overjoyed when he saw Greta had found her cay. Happy they rode home in a little boat that arrived just in time for supper. Grandma made him a steaming hot cup of chocolate and he slept for three whole days. The end.